Podcast where I am Graham. He is Tony. Woo! Tony de Baltimore, host of Let's another go. podcast you may know about called Pod Caviar. Hell yeah. CEO of Shirt Caviar. Hell yeah. And he's in here rocking some shirt caviar. Bro, what? And yeah, your audio. Yeah, yep. yeah. This See? is this is titled Space Caviar on Shirt Caviar, and I think it's eighteen dollars. Go get it. Listen. <laughs> if I had a tagline for it, it would be "Suns out, guns out." Yeah, That's yeah. What time it is, folks? Hell yeah, it's summertime, man. Yep. Look, get them out. I, if I if I can avoid wearing sleeves, I'm going to avoid wearing sleeves. It's hot. People, for real. people should be looking in that direction. Yeah, and don't yeah. forget to visit shirtcaviar.com. Please do. We are back. Yes. Uh, actually, I'm fired as, up, bro. As, I'm ready to rock. God dude. damn, I'm ready for this shit. As far as listeners are concerned, I didn't miss a step. Yeah. You know. We rushed together a podcast last week on Friday night. Yeah. Fantastic. Two fantastic episodes. I know. Got them in the bag. Yeah. I got on a plane. Yeah. Went to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Did my usual annual trip home. Mm -hmm. Came back. Back in the podcast studio. And I'm glad you said that because for anybody who thinks that we're just two guys fucking around, this is serious shit. Yeah. I mean, we we did a, a short a notice podcast mm-hmm. and then you left town and then you came back and we're still we're back in the booth we didn't miss a step no if you took um if you took what we did on friday mm-hmm. like so we did a podcast on friday mm-hmm. i got up the next morning got on an airplane went to yeah. chicago i got back late last night if you eliminated the time i was gone mm-hmm. basically as far as my perception of being in this room is mm-hmm. concerned i was in this room left came back back in this back room, in the room back at it yeah back here yeah. at the ministry of silly yeah. talk yeah getting it on and this is what, when we say the show must go on this is what we mean and i'm exactly. looking dead in the camera because we are not fucking around this is real shit like we are doing this for real this two guys in a podcast one gram army we're doing this this is this is this is no different than if we're two famous comedians you know exactly (laughs) i mean this is this is the same shit i would argue there's a few differences but there's no reason to focus on the negative as far as the the travel yeah yeah yeah, all that shit no no no. it's in 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 my opinion it's considerably worse we're both parents we both have full-time jobs we both have you know yards to maintain like a team of assistants or none of that shit nope 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 Nope. we just get it on for your pleasure oh yeah um no homo. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> so I was, I was gone. I went back to Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. I go every year yeah. usually. And uh, last year I thought that I had began a tradition because I had, uh, for people who are familiar with this podcast, Dr. Kevin Schmidt, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. General Kevin Schmidt. Um, you, he was on the podcast last year. He's yeah. been with this podcast though from the beginning. He's my most mm-hmm. regular caller to the hotline. He's coaxed other people to call into the hotline. He's the one who got us the question about the plus size models. Like mm-hmm. he's and, and he's someone I you know care a lot about. He's a mm-hmm. good guy. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wanted to do a podcast with him when we were in Chicago. It didn't work out. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure I took some time in this episode to mm-hmm. tell Kevin that mm-hmm. you know that's my fault. Yeah. We had all the stuff, but then I was, you know, existing in a different plane of consciousness 
So yeah. the idea of doing Must a podcast, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of doing a podcast was far too abstract for me to handle. So right. I did want to mention that, especially since today I saw that under the episode we did last week on YouTube, he posted a rest in peace birthday podcast in a sad face. And oh, I was like, oh, man, oh, man, yeah. oh, right, right in the feels with that hey, one. I did a. I did a, a fantasy foot uh, fantasy baseball fondue suggested that I do a shirt on Twitter and it said Wilson Contreras will throw you out. Yeah. So I did add that to the shirt. I did make that and I added it to nice. shirt caviar. So all of you Wilson Contreras fans, I, yeah. I'm guessing he's a Cubs, Cubs fan. He's a Cubs. Yeah. Cubs yeah, player, yeah, yeah. 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 So all you Cubs fans, please check it out. Yeah. You it's twenty two dollars. It is a tri blend, which is. It's like cashmere tri-blend. Nice. It's breathable. It's soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hot and you want tri-blend. So check yeah. it out. That's cool. You know, because yeah. I've thought about a lot of those kind of shirts, like kind of trying to yeah. maybe make more sports related shirts. It's interesting, though, because, you know, fantasy baseball fondue is Griff. I did not know that. That is who that is. I thought it was you. No. <laughs> We are back for sure. Yeah. No, sort of, but not exactly. Uh, okay, yeah. And I didn't tell him to make that shirt either, but yeah. No, he just tagged me, and I was like, oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, for yeah, long time. space shit, yeah. And yeah. I had a little, little baseball. Long shit. time listeners awesome. of this podcast will know that I started doing this podcast with Griff, and it was mm-hmm. supposed to be a sports podcast. Yeah. Uh, Griff's availability and commitment were a bit soft, if yeah. I can say that. He, yeah. he, he look. Excuse me. It requires a certain amount of delusion mm-hmm. to consistently podcast when you're a person who has all this extra stuff going on in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a oh, life yeah. to live. Yeah. But also to me, it's what makes podcasting kind of rewarding. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, here's the thing I enjoy doing and I set aside time for doing it. Yeah. And I get after it, you know, but you mm-hmm. at, you can't expect everybody to think that way. No. No. You know, and then no. so eventually me and Griff no. parted ways as far as the podcast is concerned, no. uh, not in real life. But Dude, the boys, the men used to have four dudes and then right before they got big, one of the dudes fell off. Yeah, I'm still they, I'm still I'm sure they still talk to the guy of course. or whatever. Yeah. But it's one of those situations. Yeah, it is. A Shout bit. out to Griff, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's fucking awesome. But he like. has the base. But so he, he's he's always um, He's always been very like internet entrepreneurial in like having good ideas. Mm-hmm. Just the follow through is lacking, which is something yeah. I can relate to yeah. on a great many fronts. Oh yeah. Uh, but the baseball fantasy fondue, and for his shout out, if you play fantasy baseball, yeah, Griff has a fantasy baseball advice website and mm-hmm. a Twitter feed. Um, I was never able to get into fantasy baseball. It's too much basketball and football. Yeah, I'm into that. I did NASCAR, but that was that was weird. Yeah. Uh, never did hockey, but fantasy sports in general is fun for me because mm-hmm. that shit is exciting. I just renewed the fantasy football league. I don't know. If if I don't know. If we have somebody that falls out, if you want to take that spot or if anybody else wants to of take course. that spot, then let us know and then we can do that. But well, we've done I know I've done it's, it. It's awesome. I did it a couple years, like before we really started podcasting together mm-hmm. heavy, a couple years where I would have like Oh yeah, yeah, I remember sports that. with a capital right. F fantasy football league. Right. And the idea was to sort of fold it into the podcast. Mm-hmm. It just never really worked out because also at the end of the day, like you get into Sunday and it is kinda hard to get charged up about yeah. fantasy football yeah um, i do fan i listen to fantasy pros on sirius xm those guys get paid to do that so yeah. and then they are really good at what they're what they talk about so i'm not 
like I'm still deep into it, but yeah. not as deep as I was. Well, it'd be difficult it's, for it's me a, to yeah. like be yeah. one of those guys because oh, yeah. I just yeah because they live and breathe that shit. That's why this isn't a sports podcast anymore, just right. because I just no, I don't blame there's you. There's so dude. much of that. It's you have so to much, be bro. an an absurd like mm-hmm. megalomaniac, like punching the clock and going mm-hmm. in there and being like my opinion on sports. Like you can't predict the future. No, this entire industry is based off of gambling. It so, is. So you know, like narratives get pushed in one direction or another no, to is. help move the line in I, Vegas. And I've spent many sports I've talk is kind of yeah i've spent money here and there on mm-hmm. like predicting and shit and mm-hmm. then you know all that and it's worked out but at the same time it's it's it, the league that i have is, is is more of a hobby like we love football but we're not making any money off of it exactly so, yeah you know you're well, spending money to do things i've then it's played like, in money leagues too and i don't really necessarily like money leagues and fantasy football because yeah. a lot of the times too like I've played a lot of fantasy football. The most success I've ever had is mm-hmm. when the computer has picked my team. Yeah. Because there's no emotion. Yeah. And there's you know no I mean? denying that shit. Yeah. It's there's absolutely no denying accurate. That at all. But also, you could pick that team, you could win the whole thing, or you could finish last because, like, two guys got hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, like, you put the wrong guy in on a bye yeah. week. And there's, you and know? there's so many variables. There's a number of positions. Either it's a one quarterback or two quarterback league or, like, it was a 10 teams or 12 yeah. teams. And like, the, yeah. It's, it's weird, dude. It's, there's it's too much so to keep weird. track of. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Damn. So not a sports podcast. Just burn up a good bit of time talking about fantasy football. But it oh, is yeah. incredibly frustrating. And that is also part of why this is no longer a sports podcast. I feel you, bro. You know, it's really, like... You know, it's really way more about news. You know? Just old penitentiary trick. Yeah, it's really just yeah. way more yeah. about delivering that hard hitting news. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. Pl- I'm gonna play this for everybody. So, in the last week uh, was my birthday, mm-hmm. which is why I went back to Chicago. It's a tradition mm-hmm. I've kept. I used to when I was in the military, I would schedule mm-hmm. my deployments. Yeah. Around making sure that I could go home this time of year. Lucky enough to have a, a, a birthday in the summer. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. mine is in. January and I'm not going to Nobody's back going to Baltimore. To in no, January, no. But. <laughs> but it's also part of the reason I have so many fond memories of my birthday. Yeah. Because it was in the summertime and That's I lived awesome. somewhere no, where it was super real. cold. Yeah. So and it's right before the fourth. So it it's Fuck always yeah. fun too. Like because I go home and I'm like, man, look at all these people celebrating my birthday. These people are going crazy, just oh, yeah. partying all week and lighting oh, off yeah. fireworks. Yeah. You know, and then my birthday, you know, is America's birthday essentially. So yeah. it's uh. It's a good time to go home. Um, mm-hmm. ooh. Excuse me. But anyway, so my sister came out from California this year mm-hmm. and her birthday present to me, which I'm going to play now, mm-hmm. is a cameo from Ernie Hudson. Now, I'm playing this for a variety of reasons, uh, most of which, and this podcast is not sponsored by Cameo unless they're interested. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, The... The reason I'm playing this too, though, is that this is like this is the greatest birthday present I've ever received, without a doubt. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. I know mm-hmm. that goes for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so Ghostbusters is so awesome. Dude. And and you will you will see why I was trepidatious about playing it yeah. when we get to the end of it. But I like it was it made it made me so happy. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy who's filled with joy not very often, mm-hmm. uh, and this really did like like yeah. This, 
No, when you posted this on Twitter, I was like, what? That's yeah. fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, speaking of Kevin, I played it for him when we were at the bar on my birthday, and yeah. he kind of got, like, choked up. Yeah. You know, he was like, No, it's Man. major, bro. It's yeah. major. If you're, yeah, if you're a Ghostbusters human being, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a big one. So I'll shut up and play it now. Happy birthday, Graham. This is Ernie Hudson, Winston Zeddemore from Ghostbusters, Oz, The Crow, uh, Grace and Frankie, The Substitute, just to name a few film and TV shows. And I want to wish you happy birthday and wish you many, 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 many more. Uh, but Graham, if someone asks you if you're the birthday boy, you say yes. <laughs> okay. Now, it was your big sister who reached out to me and wanted me to give you a shout out for your birthday. Uh, she wants you to know that she loves you and her niece, Macy, very, very, very much. And she's there for you. She tells me that um, you're old enough now not to be afraid of no ghosts, okay? And you're smart enough not to cross the streams because that <laughs> could be bad. So, Graham, get together with uh, your big sister and Macy, all the people who love you. Have a great time on your birthday and uh, keep on busting. Oh, and uh, Graham. I expressly forbid you from playing this on your podcast, okay? (laughs) Happy birthday, Graham. Happy Father's Day. And just keep on having fun. Keep on busting. That's awesome. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's It's the greatest present I've ever received in my life. Yeah. It was, it was everything. I was like, I was... It's such a weird experience, and it's so genius on the part of whoever c- constructed this cameo thing mm-hmm. to create like a gig economy for actors. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you know Ernie Hudson makes a living, and he yeah. gets a lot of royal. He gets royalties from the Ghostbusters movies, right? You know, and right. the Crow, and a bunch of other stuff he mentioned. So I'm sure he's doing fine. But how cool is it too, though, that like for the nominal fee, he'll just like record a birthday message and send it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. The other real phenomenal thing about this too, though, was how well he did that. That that and that's actually the reason I wanted to play it on yeah. the podcast was sort of yeah. as a plug for his cameo. Oh yeah, because my sister gave him very little information, and mm-hmm. he did all of that on his own. See, you know? and I and I thought that maybe she and I, mm-hmm. you know, I never met your sister, yeah. but like I know of her and shit. Yeah. She did the fucking one grab army shit. Yeah, like she's she, a great she, artist. Yeah, she drew yeah, the one yeah. grab army thing. She yeah. drew that she picture drew this, of Sinatra uh, that's this not Obama. Obama. <laughs> The long-standing yeah, debate no, in this no, house about whether that's Sinatra great, or Obama. Amazing, like, um, yeah. but I thought that she like had some connections and she mm-hmm. knew him personally. Mm-hmm. That's how it came off. Because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit, that's it great." Seems so personal, right? And I was like, "Oh shit, oh we made it to the big time." Yeah. One grand <laughs> army and Podcavia, we're in there. But that, that's 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 one of the greatest birthday presents I've ever seen anybody get. Yeah, because undoubtedly it, it hits all the marks. You love Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, and then you know you get Ernie Hudson and the yeah. original Ghostbuster. Like, of course, come on, yeah. bro. He said, "Don't cross yeah. the streams." Yeah, he she definitely the wouldn't have got me. Like, Leslie, what's her name? You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? right. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, but damn that shit is amazing no it's fantastic and the way it came off and how he put it together that was another reason i wanted to play it was as a plug for him because Mm -hmm. he did like he like did so much with so little yeah you know what i mean credit to ernie hudson as an actor that's amazing as a human being and that i got that on my birthday the other you got a one up now when her birthday comes oh yeah no i I don't know what they passed i'm gonna have to drop like probably like three grand to get jeff bridges to say hi yeah her birthday's right before christmas though so i could get i could get a baller one though yeah because then that kind of covers both yeah you know what i mean 
Christmas yeah. and birthday, especially what if part I of California down, does she live in? The Lebowski. Uh, the Lebowski. She's in Sacramento now. Sacramento. Yeah. Okay. They've so. spent. A, she's been a lot of time in the Bay Area. Oh, um, yeah. Also, well, fuck it. It's my podcast. I can brag about shit. Hand me that mm-hmm. baseball real quick, there, yeah. sir. Here you go. So look, so something else happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cubs were not kind enough to be in time, town for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Now the second year in a row, they haven't been home this week, That's which weird. I feel like is intentional because the Cubs being at home that week of the year yeah. is pretty integral to my existence. That's weird. I always because it's see only the, off and on, right? Yeah, and I always go to the Cubs games. Yeah, you know, I always see at least one Cubs game when I'm home. Uh, but that was for not. So mm-hmm. we went to a Kane County Cougars game. Now, Kane County is out in like Geneva. For people who are familiar with Illinois, you'll know where that is. If yeah. not, it's it's out there. It's mm-hmm. about an hour and a half from Chicago proper. Uh, but they have a single A minor league baseball team, though, that is like super well attended. Mm-hmm. They have a real nice facility. Uh, so we went to one of those on the 5th and it was a minor okay. league game. And for people watching the YouTube video, I've been kind of manipulating this baseball because at that game, I caught a foul ball. That's awesome. Statistically, we talked about it before the podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You I, eliminated most of humans. Yeah. And do you know how many <laughs> baseball games? I've been to a lot of baseball games. Yeah. Minor leagues, right. major leagues, independent leagues. Mm-hmm. Not college or high school, really, because yeah. you can't drink. But yeah. If, yeah, that's true. if there's ever been baseball around me and they were mm-hmm. good enough to turn a double play, mm-hmm. they used wooden bats and they yeah. sold beer, yep. I probably went to one of those games, yeah. if not more, because I love baseball. I've never caught a foul ball. Ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I have some South Atlantic League balls around here because I knew a dude who worked for the Augusta Green Jackets and I went to a game and he was just kind of handing me baseballs as the game went on. And I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because that was as close as I got into regulation baseballs. All right. So minor league game or not, though, this baseball, we were sitting directly behind home plate, like uh, in these seats where it's like kind of like picnic tables. A lot mm-hmm. of people have been to minor league parks are probably familiar with that setup. Um so it's like behind home plate, but back a little bit. And this is the minors too. So the fence, the netting isn't super, super high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, if somebody fouls one straight back, we could easily get one. And I see, saw it happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is mine. It went up like, cause the press box was above us. So you can't, couldn't see it. Right. It went up and it bounced off the table in front of us. And then kind of like started traveling behind where the seats were. So I like mm-hmm. scurried around the railing. Got back there and sat back on that bitch and yeah. And I was like, oh, I just caught a foul ball. That's fucking awesome. And I I got to like throw my hands up and everybody cheered because it was packed too for a minor league game because it was the 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah. And um, that may be the most boring story in the world for some people, but I caught a foul ball. No, that shit is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) This foul ball. Yeah, when I fucking saw it, it because I came in here and was just sitting on the table. I was like, what is this shit? And you're like, no. I caught it at a minor league game, and I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, I, the first thing I did was text Griff, and I was like, <laughs> I had to make a little play on it. He was like, do you elbow a 10-year-old? And I was like, no, I didn't, but I would have. <laughs> <laughs> There's this deal at a lot of Major League Baseball stadiums that and mm-hmm. I understand. Like, I understand it in spirit, and I think I would participate. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's this thing where, like, when you see someone in the stands, especially at Wrigley, like, when you see someone in the stands catch a foul ball, mm-hmm. people always yell, give it to a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, give it to a yeah, kid yeah, who's give sitting it to around. A kid, yeah. Which I appreciate in spirit, right? I mean, yeah, in spirit. In spirit yeah. But also, fuck you, kid. I've yeah. been going to baseball games. That's true. I, I am you right now. 
That's true. When I was your age and some giant drunk asshole reached out in front of me and grabbed mm-hmm. a foul ball. Yeah. Or like it bounced off a seat and hit some guy in the head and then yeah. someone else grabbed it. Nobody oh, yeah. gave a shit that that guy was like bleeding. Like, right. That ball is important. Yeah. So I don't know. It is. I don't know that I'm giving I don't, it to I, a kid. Man, I, would, I think I, I would think potentially. I, would, I think but... I would potentially yield to a kid. Uh-huh. You know, like if there's a chance to get it or yeah. like if the kid clearly had it and it like bounced to me, I give it back to him. Yeah. But I've never caught a major league baseball foul ball. I would. I don't know if my kids were there. I would give it to one of, of them. Of course. And then, well, and yeah, then this after ball that, belongs to my daughter. Yeah, it's staying I would, in here though. Man, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. Like you know, it belongs to you, but I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. It's like a I don't know. Cars, we'll With keep me, it in I my would. Room. I, if it wasn't some historic ball, then mm-hmm. okay, maybe. If my kids weren't there, okay, then cool. You would see me catching it. There would be cameras on it, and then I would give it to a kid. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. That's true, but too. other than that, then. Provided. Other you, than that, I'm keeping that shit. Exactly. Fuck it. Yeah. And the kids better be, like, next to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not passing it down the aisle. Yeah, no. We're kid. not the fucking, the kids that are on, like, the foul line that catch no. the shit and then throw it in the stands. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Especially if I, like, catch an elbow or something for it. Yeah. yeah. But this one was perfect. Yeah. And, I and you know, I knew it off the bat. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't call a bunch of them before and after that, but that one. I called and it actually came to me. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking sweet. You only gotta hit the lot on once. Exactly. Shit. And so I did though. I uh I got that baseball. Mm-hmm. Um what else was going on? Oh yeah, actually. I got a little getting even to do. Okay, oh, shit. so this I'm sorry, I'm gonna talk about Twitter here for just a second. Oh fuck. Because I would, because I tra- well look, so <laughs> it's I got, it's got you, it's got you, no, it's it, got you, and it, it doesn't fucking suck you down into the, the the pool. It creates some good talking points though, and it I'm does, not, though. and I'm not going to be specific about Twitter because I heard myself reading tweets in the last mm-hmm. podcast, and I was like, that's the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. Yeah, I can't be that guy. You had to go on a journey and have yeah, self reflection. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's important to at least you know be able to admit to yourself that yeah. you've made an issue, you know, yeah. and especially like if I'm on, like I'm reading Twitter. And then I'm like, I'm gonna read that on the podcast. Right. Just how retarded are you? I was a bunch. Right. But so uh Nikki Glasser is a female comedian. It's not really important. So she flies a lot. And I was in an airport and I was reading flipping through Twitter just mm-hmm. to get through the time at the airport. And she had mm-hmm. made a tweet about how she was like fighting back a boiling rage because when her plane plane landed, people clapped. Two things, though, real quick, right? Ah, uh, shit, yeah. I kind of get what she's saying. A little bit. Not really. No. Also, I think that's someone else's bit, because I feel like I've no, heard that before. No, it definitely is somebody's bit. I, don't, I didn't bother looking up. And then but being, being deployed, and then when we come back home, I we like all clap. That, that yeah, was different. And I think that that is a mutation of what really mm-hmm. happened, and then they turned it to a comedy bit, which yeah. I don't like. I never liked that bit, because it's like, why are you so up in arms over that? Just shut the fuck up. People yeah. are clapping. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Well, see, and I've actually been, because I've flown commercials, so obviously when we used to come back from deployment, right. we would all clap when we landed in yeah. the States because yeah, it was a big deal. Fucking, fucking back home. in the In yeah. America. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, damn. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really require a lot of explanation. <laughs> right. That's why we would clap then. Yeah. Um, I've actually been on commercial flights too, though, in my life, uh, at least two where there was like a bunch of turbulence or we were forced to circle the airport a bunch of times yeah. and everyone's kind of getting antsy yeah. and a little, 
you know, and then if the pilot plays it up or like and he's lightning like, lightning with it five, yeah. oh my god, or if the pilot plays it up a little bit on the way in, like yeah. it's on a commercial flight, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we've been cleared to land, mm-hmm. and everyone will be like, woo, you know, because mm-hmm. you've been circling the air for an hour yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, shit happens in air travel that makes it suck. Yeah, sometimes people clap when the plane lands. Right, this lady was acting like she was just, and I guarantee you that something cool happened. Or yeah. that something slightly extraordinary happened yeah. to make these people clap. Yeah. But she was talking about her boiling rage. And so my response, though, obviously, was like, look, like you're sitting inside of a machine built by a bunch of talking hairless apes. Yeah. Piloted by other hairless apes. Yeah. Full of humanity. Yeah. And this person just like broke the bonds of gravity right, in a machine right. and took you hundreds if not yeah. thousands of miles away to a brand new world right. in the span of like some hours right you should you we you when you get off the plane you should have to blow the pilot and with tears of joy streaming yeah. down your face people don't understand how much goes into getting a plane off the ground because right. these planes aren't like they're not kites they're heavy. They're heavy as shit. <laughs> so you have they're to, made out of metal. You have to manipulate the laws of physics to get it to get off the ground. And that's it's full of that's just thrust. And, and then you filled with yeah. fat drunk people yeah. and people with their bags Bro, there's full so of like much in there. And waters. we're the two guys that <laughs> can speak on this because we've given planes the ability to fly. Yeah. We've worked on them. Yeah. We fixed them. We understand flight. We're not yeah. just two guys talking shit. Yeah. No, you know what though? It has the same value if we're two guys talking shit because what I said is not irrelevant. Because it's easy to get nonchalant. I've been like that. We've spent so much time around airplanes. It's easy to get like that. Yeah. You know, where you're like, whatever, this thing just goes and flies. It's going to take off. But if you take one second to think about it Mm -hmm. and the miracle Mm -hmm. of human mobility that is and how there's like what, like half a million people 30,000 feet above the ground at any given mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What do yeah. you mean? What are you talking about? There's dude? half a million people serious? flying through the sky. Dude, I can I can ask Siri right now how many flights are above us yep. in this location. And then she will tell us. And it's mm-hmm. always a list. And I'm like, if they land and it's a good landing, if they if people want to clap, let them clap. Exactly. Like that's, it's not funny to make I'm fun saying. of people that want to clap. Yeah. Well, like what the fuck, you know, well, and it's one of those things, too, where it's like it's mildly amusing, but it's also like I'm reaching for this joke. Like it is. I fly fly so much. And I'm like, that is a reach like a motherfucker. Yeah. I've heard of Nikki Glass before. Yeah. I've seen her special laser. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Glaser. Yeah. 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 No, no. I've seen her special. Yeah. I mean, she's funny. She is. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. She's funny. I'm not going to me too. I'm not not going against the fucking. I'm not going against women. Don't get me wrong. Twitter. Calm down. Yeah. Just delete the tweet that you were about to send. Yep. She's a great comedian. She's awesome. But at the same time, listen. We can speak on this because we know airplanes. Exactly. And if people want to clap, to me, let them clap. And that's my and that's my take on it, too. But I like to think, too, though, that that take is valid whether you've ever been on an airplane or not. Right. The concept of Mm -hmm. human. I don't get it. The concept of human flight. There's more comedy talking about people in airports than clapping on a landing to me. No. Well, yeah. And I bet that I bet that I bet that lady. (laughs) 
has a bunch of jokes about airplanes yeah. and being in airports. Yeah. And if she does it now, she at least started she, her career yeah, with them. Yeah, she got because it, yeah. air travel is like a weird. It is. It's and and we'd all take it for granted because yeah. it's and then that's the thing too. It's so unbelievably safe. Yeah. You know it what I mean? The safest form of travel. People don't believe that, but if you if you Stand look by. at the statistics, yeah, it good. is. All right, it sorry, is. I almost forgot. <laughs> you look at train, cars, walking, mm-hmm. all that shit, biking. Air travel is the safest form of travel because it has to be, dude. Yeah, it and has to be. Yeah. It doesn't have a choice. And that shit is crazy. Yeah, because it's the most ridiculous form of travel. Yes, in human history, yes. other than going to the moon. Exactly. And I was going to say that the most <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> yeah, way yeah. to travel, and other than getting in a space shuttle and blasting off yeah. into space, and like, a million people a day do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, like, Just come break on. the bonds of gravity and fucking hurl yeah. themselves through the stratosphere yeah. to some faraway land. Shout out to Tommy Stratosphere on Shark <laughs> Caviar. <laughs> wow. Right. Yes. That's what I call coming from left field. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Never. Never. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, wait, there was something else I was going to say about airdrop. But anyway, yeah. regardless of all of... Regardless of like all of my critiques, maybe mm-hmm. of Nikki Glaser and this particular tweet, mm-hmm. but when I saw it, I was like, "But this has been covered. It's been it explained been. to you, it has even been. as a comedian. Even Louis C.K. was like, did you not just sit in a chair and, and fly through the sky yeah. like some kind of goddamn Greek god? Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it does suck. I got gotcha. you." It does. If your head is wedged up your butt or you're mm-hmm. one of these people who's forced to fly all yeah. the time, yeah. I can see how it would get old. But what is happening I is never it. not amazing. Dude, I have been on many flights and I've been they on turbulent flights and I love people. every second of all of yeah. them because I love that shit. I love airplanes. Yeah, and they take they take all these people and all their stuff yeah. and they put it in a metal tube with wings yeah. on it and just... Yeah. Yeah, off and even you the, tagged me on the the fucking dudes putting the uh the speed tape yeah, over the engine yeah, inlet, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. like that's that commercial shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I remember works. you mentioning they didn't used to let y'all use speed tape on the no, engines. No, uh, no, we used to use no, it for all kinds no. of horrible yeah. shit. Yeah, I, we put it. They put it on the what windows. Do you think, though, what do you think though? Uh-huh. Which which one do you think is safest? Mm-hmm. Like whose whose safety standards are strongest, the military or civilian? Civilian. That would be Easily my guess. civilian, yeah. Because the FAA doesn't fuck around. No. The military doesn't fuck around either. But they're not necessarily paying attention all the time. No, no. Because the FAA... Like, I think the these, military these has... things like FAA yeah. and like OSHA, they can come on military bases at any time, yeah. but they don't. Well, and they... For the most part. Well, and like OSHA, like if... like. The deal with the government, as far as OSHA is concerned, because now I've worked under OSHA as a yeah. civilian and yeah. in the oh, government. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so how is that? Yeah. It, well, the deal is, is that like OSHA could come into a civilian facility. They're mm-hmm. toothless these days. Though. There's so many people in this country working under like horrendously oh, unsafe conditions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They've cut their funding over the like every what? yeah. They just fucking and it's and been see, that's going fucked up because OSHA is really doing good time. shit. Though. No, it's super important. Yeah, to me, in my opinion, if you're doing industrial work, you should be paying for an OSHA employee to be yeah. there every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. My thing is always because I work in like the the safety industry, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I'm like, look, 
if you're doing something unsafe, I can't turn a blind eye to that. And if, if, if I catch somebody doing it, I'm like, look, do you have kids or do you have somebody that you love? Do you want to see them? Yeah, don't okay, do well, that shit. You put yourself in a position to where you can lose all of that. And it's not like you get one life. Yep, for real. That's it. And OSHA is the same way. Yeah. And that's, but so, but see, so like, you know, a lot of the standards that you deal with working in QA is yeah. that like, um, so oh, like government agencies must adhere to OSHA regulations, but mm-hmm. they can't actually be like fined by OSHA. No, they can't. And no. I think too, though, that that also kind of plays into that question I asked you about whether it was civilians or military, because mm-hmm. losses in civilian aviation are unacceptable. They are unacceptable. You're building some kind of stupid, like the Osprey, like you're building yeah. some kind of half jet, half helicopter thing. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know, kill a couple hundred Marines while you get it sorted. Yeah. And then you, and that's have, part of the job. And then you still don't have and to that, figure that's it out. That's the shitty part of the job. Yep. But at the same time, we take all the precautions to stop that from happening. But if it happens on the civilian side, it's like, oh shit, we got to yeah. make all these changes and we got to pay out, you yeah. know, money to what the families. Stock on the military, it's like you got the SGLI. This was part of the job. This is what you signed up for. You signed up for serving your country, and this was part of it. Ah. It's fucked up. It's very fucked it up. It is very oh, fucked up. Oh, I see what up. you're saying. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, no. I'm I not trying you to know. saying that. No, 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 no. Because we joined the no. military under the same exactly. pretext. Like yeah. we were just some dudes yeah. that were like, man, I sure would like to yeah. radically change my life. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah you no, definitely don't deserve up. to be crammed into some fucking metal box. Anybody that doesn't know me, I wear this black band on my left hand or every day because of all the people that i know mm-hmm. that have we've lost i mean yep. being in the military is not easy it's fun it's amazing yep. they make it look really cool in the movies and yep. shit but it's a lot not, of people have <laughs> stds yeah that's something they don't talk about in the movies very much yeah yeah it, it's, <laughs> it, yeah it's wild nobody but, here yeah nobody it's here. a it's a it's a stark difference between no lumps on my dick <laughs> no lumps on my dick <laughs> No lumps on my dick. Sorry. No. It, it, no. I'm we glad are we, celebrating a bit. I'm though, glad that so. we both made it through that whole military Jesus, shit without dude. any of that STD shit because that shit was rampant. Yeah. But yeah, the difference between civilians call, and F, and military is is crazy. It's night and day. You know what you call a straight dude with AIDS? What's that? A liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Goodness. Mm. Goodness. Oh boy. Woo! All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we're <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to close this out, I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna do two things. Well, actually, uh-huh. I'm gonna do one thing. We're gonna watch. You know, one of the main focuses of my podcast from early on, even when it was a sports podcast, mm-hmm. was that I never wanted to take my eyes off of the emerging robot apocalypse because mm-hmm. a, it's so much fun, and b, definitely gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I saw this video on the interwebs um, for audio only listeners. You may have already seen this before, but it's basically just like an actuator arm. It looks like uh, one of those Armatron toys from the 80s. And it's going to reach over and pick up a bowling ball and swing it around at, uh, geez, I don't know, 3,000 RPMs. Yeah. And then somehow let go of it at the exact moment it needs to in order to hit the pins and to make a strike, like in midair, too, by the way. Yeah. It's like a baseball strike, not like a bowling ball. Strike. All right, so yeah. 
two things. Okay. I don't know if that's real. No, it's not. It's yeah. animation. Okay. I was going to say. They can do that in real life. But that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Was like a robot that could swing mm-hmm. that much weight around. Yeah. Wouldn't be that tough. No. And it would no. probably be really cheap if you had a robot army because mm-hmm. you're not like paying for food or anything. So you build a bunch of these like no. actuator arm armatron yeah. robots yeah. and just make a shitload of cannonballs. Yeah. Do you know how bad you could fuck up an approaching army with like a bunch of those Dude, robots one of the, flinging giant one weighted of the first balls through stories the stories that I read that I wrote that I wanted to make into a movie was called Armada and it was some sort of futuristic. Mm-hmm. They actually they actually adapted something like that in Hollywood where it was like cities that became like tanks. But my shit was like everybody was at the sea. So it was okay. like Waterworld almost. Yeah. But it was like you got city city uh, sized uh, boats pretty much. And it was like something like that to yeah. where they fought against each other, where it was in a country against each other. It was a city against a city. And that shit right there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that. no. You could do yeah, that. Where it seems yeah, to be where like, they, where where like, they throw cannonballs instead of bowling balls. Yeah. No, that shit would that yeah. shit would do damage. Where it's like, yeah, well where it, hydraulics, like yeah. yeah. Well, or imagine if that was well, imagine if that was a thousand of those. Yeah. That's what I'm then, saying. And yeah. then they could switch the balls out with like explosives. Yeah. Excuse Dude. me. Dude. Yeah, no, they'll do it. Wouldn't some be damage. that difficult to put together. No. No. But yeah, actually, I thought that, just caveat, I thought that was real until I saw it on the TV. Mm-hmm. When I saw, like, when I turned around just now and watched it, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, that's not real. No, no, no. Because you got to think, if if a machine like that, <laughs> if a machine like that did that to some bowling balls, they would destroy the bowling balls. They would snap in half. Yeah. That or, shit was spinning. Yeah, or it would have demolished the pins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, the pins. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, the pins. That's part of the other problem, too, though, is it sounds like it's in a crowded bowling alley. Yeah. Like, clearly no one would let anyone do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I fell for this. I was making fun of all those people who always fall for those stupid, clearly fake uh, roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep putting those out, but that one got me. Yeah. God damn it. Ah, yeah. Oh, well, anyway... I think that's enough. I've had enough. I got what? What else you got? Oh, what time are we at? Mm, more than enough. I mean, we we were gonna talk about RoboCop, but we could save that for my podcast because what I have is not. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now nah, you know what, and or you know, if even if we don't get to it on your podcast, let's let mm-hmm. that happen organic because we regularly mm-hmm. will talk about movie making. Oh yeah, and yeah. The, the technological yeah, yeah, yeah. aspects of it. I'm sure yeah. I've ranted on here before about the reason the original Star Wars movies was good. Mm-hmm. Like sixty percent of it was because of how it was made. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of course, like the technology, the of course the technological aspects yeah. are still pretty good. All right, well, I'm Graham. Sweet mm-hmm. merciful crap, and that's Tony. No. We'll do it live. Fuck yes. it. Yeah. And I got a little getting even to do. <laughs> I've done enough here. White power. How are you guys? Doing? Airplanes are safe. Good night, Good night. everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the One Graham 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 One